Costco here on AquaBearLegion.com. Joined as always each week that the Cleveland Browns play by a group of folks to talk about how the Browns make us feel. <laughs> right? I mean, really, that's what this is. Yep. You know? I'm joined by Brian Levy. Hello. Ian Wolf. Hi. Sherry Oliver. Hi. Michelle Ma. Hey. Thank you guys all for coming on. The Browns lose in what can also only be described as a craft fest to the Steelers, 27-11. to 11. Hey, it was almost 27-3, so let's look on the right side. That's true. You <laughs> didn't have that sweet drive and the two-point conversion to get 11 points. <laughs> it's better than 10. True. But it's also better than nine. Yes. And Van... Going for two-point conversions when it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just to bring it up to a strange number of 11. Well, I think, more importantly, it's it's less than 27. <laughs> yeah, isn't that <laughs> true? Mm-hmm. Um, the original plan for this show was to have our friend Aaron Van Dorn on from uh, Jersey City, New Jersey, and Aaron does not watch football. And him and Ian had been talking about, you know, Van Doren would watch a Browns game and then come on and talk about it from, you know, the perspective of someone who really doesn't watch football. And we were having some technical difficulties, but we we are going to send you here in a few minutes to a quick recap that Aaron did of the game. But one of the things Van Doren asked of us is he wanted to know if we were – he thought we needed an intervention, guys. What? Yeah. For what? Well, he... He's one to talk, let me tell you. <laughs> is it, is it because wanted... we have too much hope? No, it was not one I of those know. interventions. Mm-hmm. No, he wanted to... He wondered if we were Browns fans or just we had an excuse to drink. Oh. Yeah. They're kind of one and the same. How's everyone else feel about that, Brian? Obviously, that's I have a to drink on Sunday. That's true. I mean, mostly I'm just really sad all the time. Yeah, potato, potato, whatever. I don't care. Part of that. Yeah. I so, like watching the Browns for better or for worse and drinking while I do so. And who's Van Doren to start judging me all of a sudden? Van Doren, I'll, I'll tell you who Van Doren is. He's a cider drinker, friends. <laughs> He's also one of the uh, uh, few people on this podcast who did watch the whole game. So we should give yeah. him some credit for a that. A little bit. I don't know. Uh, I watched the whole game. No, 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 I said one of the few. Well, I was not... Few. I was not one of them. I went to the laundromat during the last half <laughs> of the fourth quarter. I fell asleep for a few minutes, I think, here and there. I ordered a dongle. Sherry <laughs> shopped for a dongle. Mm, um, Brian, Brian, let me ask you this. Oh, What's wrong someday? with your dongle? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm not really that. I'm not sure. Right, That's another podcast. Also called six Bs and a B, oddly enough. <laughs> <laughs> We're still under our seven minutes uh, Stitcher average, so hopefully that saucy stuff about dongles, you know, mm-hmm. is making you think about sticking around for eight to nine minutes. Hey, how do you so, find six Bs and a P on Stitcher? Uh, you can just search six B one P or Cleveland Browns or Bernie Kosar probably. Yeah, okay. we have a lot of tags. Yeah. Yeah, you can find us on there if you're looking for an app for your iPhone or Android, right? Yeah. 
You can also, of course, always stream us on AquabareLegion.com. If you just do slash podcast or click on podcast, you can find all of our episodes of 6Bs and a P. Some of those are kind of funny. Most of them, I'd say, are very funny. Brian White? (sighs) But, you know, we don't care if you look them up. We know they're good. Yeah, we know. Yeah. Um, We're doing this for ourselves. Let's be honest here. And an excuse to drink on Sundays, apparently. It's an excuse to drink a $2 bomber of Trader Joe's Double IPA, which is just awful. Let's let's bring up another reason. It's an excuse for friends to talk to one another. That's true. Ian the other day actually said he's going to be really bummed out when the season ends because he likes this. I didn't say that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm all strong and manly. I don't have emotions. Do you think think strong and manly is the persona you, like, you know, project? Uh, Well, that's what America's been telling me on Twitter. Okay, interesting. That's tough. Um, Let's send it off to Aaron, though, now. Uh, He did do a recap of the game. From the point of view of one who doesn't really watch football, and besides thinking that we all might drink a little too much, he also had this to say. Take it away, Vandor. The game seemed to start off pretty well in that the Browns managed to not lose for a whole ten minutes or so at the beginning. Um, they started off by giving up the initiative to Pittsburgh, which I found confusing, and hopefully someday someone will explain to me the logic behind a decision like that. But for a while, they managed to keep things tied up at three-all, uh, but then they started to uh, really let things fall apart. Lots of turnovers, lots of mistakes, uh, letting Pittsburgh score. You know, there was a whole lot of... My understanding of football is pretty rudimentary, but I think that basically the essentials are don't fail. And we can say a lot of things about the Browns, but apparently failing is one of the things they really enjoy doing the most. So I think really at this point, one has to wonder, maybe the Browns should consider uh, opportunities in other sports leagues or perhaps even other entire endeavors in life. They've got a lot of real estate. They seem to have a lot of really competent uh, food service people going on. There's a lot of you know people selling beers and hot dogs and presumably all sorts of manner of food at their stadium in downtown Cleveland. So maybe they can continue to parlay that into success in other endeavors, since clearly football is not really where their uh, main talents lie. But that was my impression of the game. Um, I can't say that I would watch another football game, especially not one from the Cleveland Browns. Uh, They should probably get a quarterback who is not as injury-prone as Campbell or as incompetent as Whedon. Uh, that would be a step in the right direction. Probably try not to throw the ball to the other team quite as much. Uh, don't get injured so much. Mm. The defense seems to be better than the offense, but you know, at the end of the day, the defense can only do so much, and if the offense is going to continually shit the bed, there's not a whole lot that they can do about that beyond that. So... I guess my advice to the Browns are really look for other opportunities. You know, there are probably lots of things that they would be pretty good at, selling t-shirts, that kind of thing. Uh, So really, maybe it's time to move on. It's not really working out for them with the football thing. All right, that was Mr. Aaron Van Doren, Esquire, Jersey City, New Jersey, formerly of Newark, Ohio, and Athens, Ohio. Bulgaria. Bulgaria. Fully recovered from his case of Bulgarian foot rot a few years ago that sent him back to the States and talking to you about Cleveland Browns football. And, guys, real fast, too, I feel like this is like a PBS pledge drive moment. This is the kind of coverage that six Bs and a P brings to you. (laughs) The Browns today, everybody, played a really shitty football game, okay? And it sucked, and we still are here bringing you not only quality entertainment – but angles and perspectives that matter, like those from Aaron Van Dorn. Driveway moments. Driveway moments. Driveway moments. <laughs> yeah. Those are important. Ian, Ian? Yes, yes, yes. If, if someone out there in America has a favorite driveway moment, is there a certain email they can send that on to? It's uh, Ira Glass at NPR.org. <laughs> <laughs> You heard it, ladies and gentlemen. So we mentioned there, and I, I assume Van Dorn mentioned that the Browns lost today to the Steelers. I, you know, I mean, I 
I've been talking to Van Dorn leading up to this episode, and I would not be surprised if he didn't know <laughs> who, lost. who won or lost. <laughs> he kept uh, talking to me about uniforms. I don't know. Well, you know, he does. He always has been a fashionista. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Browns lose to the Steelers, twenty-seven to eleven. They fall to four and seven, and as we'll talk about later, I think from playoff contention. Um, also. The Steelers then improved to 5-6, and six, and I believe, and I wasn't sure what happened with the Titans-Raiders game earlier this afternoon, but at one point the Steelers were in the last wildcard spot as a result of this win, which sucks as well. He was pouring salt in it tonight, huh? I know, man. I'm just trying to, you know, we have an honesty portion here. Um, and speaking of honesty, oh, God, Brandon Whedon's back. Collective say. Touched yeah. by the Lord. <laughs> Brian Weeby still believes that God loves Brandon Whedon and sets him up. He does. It's well documented that he hates Cleveland, but he God, he just can't help putting Whedon in the game. Yeah. Corn, corn, corn. Yeah. He's as golden as corn. <laughs> in the taste of baseball. Brandon Whedon came in time. and immediately threw an incomplete pass, which wasn't his fault. And Brian Weeby, I believe you texted that back, and I agree. Yeah, yeah, and even, even Aaron Van Doren recognized that first injury. Yeah, it bounced off of Jordan Cameron. Hands and uh, hands. And immediately everyone started booing because, you know, we were just ready as a Browns fans to start that. Mm-hmm. And Whedon said at the end of the game, you just got to laugh at it <laughs> of the booing. Um, and then I believe actually added on later, I saw my brother tweeted about this, that he added, they weren't booing when I threw that touchdown, referring to the touchdown that got him to 11 points at the end of the game. <laughs> and my brother said it was because no one was there. Right. <laughs> it was like literally 11 people there. Brian's brother, we'd love to have you on the show. Yeah, that would be pretty crazy. He also, I mean, to be fair, didn't recognize it as booing. He just thought the corn was talking to him, whistling in the breeze. <laughs> Snow corn. Uh, well, when, I mean, you started with, you've just got to laugh at it, and I assume the next part of that was going to be my performance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Not good. <laughs> but, I mean, I got to say, there's something... I mean, when you saw, like, the close-ups of him in the huddle, wasn't it really sad? It bummed me like out. a sad guy who knew his life was, you know, well, he, direction. He knows, he has to know that the, yeah. the Browns fans hate him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, when Campbell's slow to get up, his first thought has got to be, God damn it. I don't well, boo because I hate him. I boo because I'm sad. <laughs> I sad. boo because I hate him. <laughs> that is fault. He's so old. He is old. He's so much older than the last time he even came into the game. He is our age. He <laughs> <laughs> uh, so looked okay on that last drive when he got the touchdown, but I mean, that really didn't matter, I don't think. And let's be honest, Campbell has not looked okay for a while. Yeah, it's been a couple weeks. He, he, but I think he's fucked up. His ribs are messed up, you know? And he yeah. got like, nailed a few times today. What happens next? Say Campbell is out for two games. Are we just going to write it out with Wheaton, or are they going to try and pick somebody? They'll have to pick up somebody, because there'd be only one quarterback on the roster. Yeah, we need at least one more. I think you guys are forgetting Devon Bess and Armonte Bryant. (laughs) I think Armonte Bryant. Ah, we are boned. What was that, Sherry? Thanks. Is there someone who can play quarterback as well? Like how, like, um, what's his face, the guy who left the quick Oh, Josh, Cribs. Like Josh Cribs could also be a quarterback in the pinchiest. Devon Bess. Oh. Yeah, that was it. He's that wildcat guy, but he's hurt too. Mike Cleese guy? Yeah. Romanti Edwards? Just one of those guys. Shooting. I don't know. Those guys suck too. Yeah, I mean, the Wildcats not worked all season, and they can't legitimately play that way. Either they're they're gonna they can stop this from running it. That's true. We're not, we're not afraid of doing that. Are they going to pick One up... One yard at a time. Hayden got beat on that big touchdown by Antonio Brown. That was he tough. Sure did. He was peeking into that backfield. He was smoked. 
Well, I mean, maybe he was worried about Roethlisberger running up and raping him. <laughs> yeah, that is true. But obviously, and we've talked about this before in this podcast, just fumbles, turnovers, mistakes, ugly, terrible football. And we have said over and over again that you can't do this and have the Browns expect to win. And the Browns are no longer playing good football. No. We're just having a good time at the end of the year. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> you know, eating for a couple games. Get out and get the cold air in your lungs. Please. You okay, here's a, you know, we're, we're hypothetical hot seat and all over the place. What do you guys think better at this point? Snagging a few more games or getting a better draft pick? Draft pick. Probably a draft pick. What's yeah, our draft pick right now? Well, what are we? Are, we're four and seven, right? You're so yeah, bad. we're so probably like, like, oh, away. Okay, here's the question. Throw it away again. We've seen, you know, this is, I think is a you know reoccurring question. Let's ask Michelle and Cherry. You guys saw Brian Hoyer play some. Saw Jason Campbell play some. You've seen Brandon Whedon play some. Do you want any of them to be the quarterback next year, or do you want someone else from the draft to be the quarterback next year? I'm not gonna lie. I wouldn't. It wouldn't upset me if they put some time into Campbell because time and time again. We draft some hot shot fucking first round draft quarterback and then we play him to death until he gets hurt and then the whole city turns on him. How about putting some time into some players? Like, the Browns turnover rate has to be the highest in the NFL. It is every time you turn around. Quarterback. So you would take Campbell or Hoyer? I would take... I, I think that we should put, if Hoyer is healthy, we should put time in both of them and then, you know, go from there. Not pick one of them before we see what they can do and if they're healthy enough to do it. What do you think, Cher? I like Brian Hoyer. I feel really bad for everything that happened to him. I think he was probably the best quarterback we've had all year. Um, yeah. And, you know, he probably won't be any good after he doesn't play fucking football for a year. But he knows how to play football, and he could probably figure it out again. Um, I like Brian Hoyer. I also like Jason Campbell's mustache. Yeah. So, you know, Sherry, I can go either way. Well, you brought that, up during the game that you think it has a calming effect on the team. Yeah. Mustache? Yeah. It looks like they're papas. It's like a 70s mustache. <laughs> it's nice. It's, it's comforting. Well, I'd like to ask uh, Sherry and Michelle probably an even more important question. Uh-huh. Which of the quarterbacks is the hunkiest? I'm not answering that. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I don't think any of them are. I don't think that the Browns are hunky quarterbacks. I think Brian Hoyer... Yeah, we go for cornbread wiggers. If Brian Hoyer weren't um, going for a game and a half for the Browns, I think he would look like maybe a guy who might rob you in Cleveland. Or like yeah. a kid who works at a gas station. Yeah, you know, gas station. Yeah. Um, or both. Um, you know, <laughs> Campbell, he's, no one's hunky. Jordan Cameron, yeah. There's, so what you're saying is that the quarterback position, there is no Jordan Cameron. No. No. Ian, okay. what about your point of view on that? I know you wanted to bring in, you got. You feel like you got left out on hunky Brown questions. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. Okay, fine. Well, I don't think it's fair that just Michelle and I would answer that. Yeah. All right. I, I, think, I think of the quarterbacks. I'll answer. I think Jason Campbell's the hunkiest of the quarterbacks. Yeah. Out of everyone who's been the quarterback all year, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's hunkier than Brandon Whedon and Brian Hoyer. That's I mean, true. Brandon Whedon's just some sort of corn-fed idiot. I think it's been well established. I am way into that. Yeah, so that's your that's your your pick there. I just like him dumb and handsome. I you know, I got I uh, Brian Hoyer, you're a Hoyer guy, aren't you? I kinda like I lean a little bit towards Hoyer, but like, you know, Brian Weeby is also right, like Campbell, man. It's a mustache. He's just kinda I feel like He's a, he runs the game much more smoothly. Brandon Whedon. He's a runaway bride. <laughs> well, running the game a hunk. Like the cuddle game. The cuddle, maybe the cuddle game. Maybe a little bit you of think, cuddle with Campbell. Yeah, I think Campbell's a cuddler. He strikes yeah, me as a cuddler. Like we listen to Tony Braxton. Yeah, Brandon Whedon, he's just he's just in, out, and done. 
It's, yeah. it's quick, and it's Poor not Calvin. pleasant for anybody. Toby Key. He's it boot up the ass. That's what he's uh, into. Going up I the ass. Funny uh, is coming because I feel like I look at that guy and he thought he was just gonna like kind of coast along through the NFL as a third string quarterback on every team, and now he's gotten. <laughs> pushing to be in our starter, and every time I just feel like there's this look of, like, a little bit of panic in his eyes, like, shit, 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 how did I get here? Yeah, he's getting Which is, you know, why why he's the runaway, Brad. (laughs) (laughs) So what about Josh Gordon having an awesome game, 14 receptions, 237 yards, one touchdown, setting Browns records in receptions and yardage? That's pretty hunky. That's super hunky. That's that hunky. That's the best offensive weapon we've got, hunky. I mean, he's getting 237 yards from a combination of, like, broken, fucked-up Jason Campbell and Brandon Whedon. Like, can you imagine if he had a good quarterback? No. No. Yeah, neither can (laughs) 500 yards. sad, and that's why I drink. Yeah, there you go. Bring it full circle. Uh-huh. Um, we were going to play this next segment with Aaron Van Dorn, but, but he's not here. But I still want to do it. I just will send it around kind of with you guys. And I got two names here. And I wanted you to tell me, and maybe I'll pick one of you guys for each one. I want you to tell me which one is the best name. You can use whatever criteria you like. These are all NFL players. Okay. Ian, I'm going to give you the first one. Oh. Ishmaeli Kitchen or Billy Wynn? Can you spell them for me? <laughs> I can. I might get the apostrophe wrong in Ishmaeli. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's I-S-H-M-A-I, and then I think it's apostrophe L-Y, Kitchen. I believe you know how that's spelled. K-I-T-C-H-E-N, Ian. That's surprising. Um... And Billy Wynn is as you would ex- expect it, but Wynn has two ends. Uh, can you use them in a sentence? <laughs> is Maley Kitchen and Billy Wynn play for the Cleveland Browns? <laughs> okay. Let me think. You're dragging it out, Ian. I really am. You really are. Pick one. What are my options again? Is Maley Kitchen or Billy Wynn? Billy Wynn. All right. Because Michelle Ma. Yeah. Fozzie Whitaker or Barkevius Mingo? I mean, they're both. No, that's not oh, a correct. There are no rules. Is that... you, I, what's the question? Are they real names? No, they're both. No, <laughs> oh. which one is the better one? Which one do you like? Oh. <laughs> um, Bartavius Mingo. All right. Yeah. Just because it, part of it is, I think that there should be a segment one day where we have my mom pronounce the names of Brown's players uh-huh. because it's hilarious. And her trying to say Bartavius Mingo to me on the phone sometimes is priceless. <laughs> struggling. <laughs> Sherry Oliver, Larry Foot or Ziggy Hood? Ziggy Hood, duh. <laughs> She's right. I like Ziggy Foot. <laughs> Ziggy Foot Hood. Brian Weeby, I'm going to give you the choice of two of the running backs for the Baylor Bears currently. Shock Linwood or Leche Seastrunk. Oh, my God. Yes, that's right. Well, I think i got to go Leche Seastrunk because yeah, Shock is awesome, but Linwood's kind of weak. Compared to Lachie Seastrunk. Seastrunk is a quality last name. Ian Wolf, Jericho yes. Cotchery, or Richie Incognito. I'm going to go with whoever the wizard the Steelers had punting today was. What was his name? Roethlisberger. Zoltan something or oh, the Zoltan other? Mesco. Zoltan Mesco. Zoltan Mesco. Yeah, that's my choice. Okay. Yeah. And finally, I'll give his last one. Who wants it? Who wants the last one? I'll take it. All right, Ryan Weeby. Debrickishaw Ferguson or Plaxico Burris? Debrickishaw, y'all. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. 
Thanks for playing the name game here. Wait, Brian, I have one for you. Okay. Brian Weeby or Chris mm-hmm. Poland. Ooh. Oh, you can't I can't choose. choose. I, you would choose yep. between those two. You're trying to Chris Poland. Uh-huh. <laughs> Brian Weeby says Chris Poland. Brian Weeby is correct. Aww. <laughs> Boo. I got one for you. Ian yes. Wolf or a pile of crap. A pile of crap. <laughs> <laughs> Very well played. It's taking an ugly turn. <laughs> hey, how, how, about, how about those Browns? Go Browns. Cleveland Browns are a pile of crap. Crap. Yep. <laughs> um, let's send it off to a, a crap quick I break. Took. What was that? They said if it's a crap, I took. Yes, it's our <laughs> crap or a stranger's crap. Stranger's crap. No, Browns. Yeah. Browns. So at this point, folks, just a quick update on where we're at on six B's and a P. We would take the Browns, but only over a stranger's crap. Um, let's send it off. To a I don't know where a stranger's crap has been. We know where the Browns' crap has been. Probably in their butt, but who knows after that? And what? Who knows what their butt's like? I know. Um, Maybe it's full we'll, of Cleveland Browns. We'll come back here on six B's and a P. We're going to come back and do through via satellite. Um, I think the Hubble Space Telescope is involved somehow. We'll do the Van Dorn Broken Bandwagon Hot Seat. Let's take a quick break. You're listening to six B's and a P. AquabareLegion.com. All right, hot seat. Question one: Newark, Ohio, or Newark, New Jersey? Well, both cities have their advantage. Uh, Newark, New Jersey has a mysterious smell and a lot of homeless people. Uh, has a pretty cool little bar in Penn Station right downtown. Uh, if by cool you mean scary and full of homeless people. But uh, I have to give the, I guess we have to give the uh, laurels to my hometown, Newark, Ohio, if for no other reason than it has Doug's Point Pizza, which I do think is probably my favorite pizza that I've ever had. So, yeah, let's go for Newark, Ohio on that one. Alright, what do I miss about Bulgaria? Uh, the town I lived in in Bulgaria was called Kurgili, which is in the south uh, part of the, of the uh, country. Bulgaria is about the size of Tennessee, and this is close to the Greek and Turkish border, so it has a really mixed population. But one of the things I really missed about it, and you know, of course there's a lot of things I miss about Bulgaria, the people and the climate was great, and I had a lot of friends there, and I had a really good time while I was there. But Kurgili itself had this little... Uh, soup place down near the bazaar, down near the where the, the uh, farmer's market is, uh, that you could get a bowl of soup and a quarter loaf of bread for about $2. And it was delicious. It's really good food. Um, I wake up occasionally craving, you know, other bits of Bulgarian food, like uh, uh, the chicken soup, musica, which is kind of a meat potato casserole, um, and other things. Yeah, the food there is really good. What do I miss about Ohio? I go with the, you know, easy and lame answer that I miss my family and friends, and I suppose that's true, but what I really miss is that living in the big city, I don't get to see the stars anymore, and I always really enjoyed going out and walking around the bike trail in Athens, Ohio, or walking out into the fields outside Newark and driving around and being able to see the stars and uh, meteor showers and that kind of thing. Being in the city kind of limits your ability to do stuff like that, and uh, I miss it. Explain the concept of down and distance. As I understand the concept of down, it's when you're hanging out with all your best bros on the uh, on your front lawn playing some cornhole and drinking some brews. And as for distance, I don't know, distance between yourself and someone else? I'm not sure how that applies to the game. What does a wider receiver do in the game of football? You may have noticed, but football seems to have a lot of heavy sorts of fellas, so I assume that wide receivers are the big fat guys who run out and grab the ball. What music best suits the Cleveland Browns? I would say the group that is most similar to the Cleveland Browns is the Shags. They are terrible at what they do and are inexplicably popular among people who really should know better. What famous person should be the next Browns quarterback? Well, what the Browns are doing with the quarterback right now is kind of inexplicable, so I say why not make another inexplicable choice and have Cleveland's own Dennis Kucinich come in and take care of the uh, QB spot. He doesn't seem to be doing anything right now since he lost his last re-election bid, and he... uh, I wouldn't mind watching him get hurt. So yeah, let's get Dennis Kucinich in there. Maybe he can keep some tea bags under his uh, pads. And as for what novel best fits the Browns, um, I'm going to say that... 
I'd say the best novel that fits the Browns would probably be Thomas Pynchon's Gravity's Rainbow. It's inexplicable, and uh, the Browns do seem to have a talent for throwing balls up and having them hit the ground again without any sort of intervention between anybody else. All right, and finally, better name. So we've got Ishmael Kitchen or Billy Wynn. Well, Billy Wynn sounds like he should be a pop, uh, some sort of pop songwriter from the 70s, so I'm going to go Ishmael A. Kitchen. Uh, Fozzie Whitaker or Bar- Barcavius Mingo. Uh, both of these names are winners, in my opinion. Uh, I'm going to go with Fozzie, because he reminds me of Fozzie the Bear, and I was always a fan of Fozzie when, he was, when I enjoyed the Muppets. Uh, Larry Foote or Ziggy Hood. Well, this is another pair of winners, but I'm going to go with Ziggy Hood for the obvious reasons. Uh, Shock Linwood or Lark Seastruck? Seastrunk? Uh, I think I'm going to go with Lark Seastrunk because Shock Linwood sounds like he should be some sort of professional wrestler or maybe uh, a roadie for uh, Steve Linwood. Uh, Jericho Cockerty or Richie Incognito? Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Jericho Cockerty because even though I don't follow football, I have heard of Richie Incognito and he seems like a platinum plated asshole. And finally, Debrickshaw Ferguson or Plaxico Burris? Uh, I've heard of Plaxico Burris, but I have not heard of Debrickshaw Ferguson, and I just kind of like the name Debrickshaw. So I'm going to go with Debrickshaw Ferguson for who's the better name of those. All right, we're back. Whoa. Whoa. I know, Whoa. man, it happens super fast. I was not ready. No. What do you mean by not ready? I mean, I wasn't prepared. His pants were not pulled up. Well, my pants oh. haven't been pulled up this whole time. <laughs> That's true. We were talking about dumbbells earlier, and I just wanted to see what they look like. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. If you want to talk about dongles some more, you can send an email to what address, Michelle? 6 and a P dot com. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I like it. Uh, you just heard from local... Uh, well, I mean, he sleeps at the bus station, I guess. Aaron Van Dorn... Broken bandwagon hot seat. We asked him some questions about a bunch of stuff, and he answered them. Stupid answers. The worst yeah. answers I've ever. Jesus Christ! They... Like offensive, kind of. Kind yeah, of. yeah, and actually, maybe we should cancel the segment from here on out. Well, you okay, know what? Yeah, you know what surprised me the most was just how racist he is. I know, <laughs> unbelievable. Stop <laughs> saying about Eskimos. Oh boy. Yeah. Yeah, we won't um, be having him back on. Eskimos, we'd love to have you on the show. Eric yeah. Van Dorn. Never. Never. Well, hold on, hold on. I don't know about having Eskimos on. Like Van Dorn went too far, to be sure. But there's no. <laughs> <laughs> didn't it sound like Van Dorn was in like a submarine, perhaps it playing did. some music by Raymond Scott? Or perhaps... He was in the original Nautilus, surfacing at the North Pole. That's why I was so mad about the Eskimos. They came in like, where they were fucking with his periscope. Eskimos are wanting. They didn't like his seal skin coat. They have such delicious pies, the ice cream and chocolate pies. eh? (laughs) I'm pretty sure that's right. Some terrible stats got brought up today while I was watching the game, and I just wanted to mention a few of these quickly. Not to bring us down more, but just to kind of... I don't know why. Maybe to bring us down. the reality. Uh, going into this game, the Browns had not had an opening drive for a touchdown in the last 18 games, so it's 19 games now. They are 5-23 and 23 versus the Steelers since 1999 when they came back. And Ben Roethlisberger is 16-1 and one against the Browns after today. That makes my dongle very sad. <laughs> Sad dongle. God likes creep. Yeah, God. Yeah, God likes Brandon Whedon and Ben Roethlisberger. Do you think? Well, he likes Brandon Whedon in a different way. Well, now, I, now I'm curious about something. If Ben Roethlisberger encountered Brandon Whedon in a bar in some weird backwards ass Georgia town, do you think he'd rape him? Our hands are both enormous. We will not be doing a Steelers check-in this week because this entire episode is a sad Steelers check-in. No, we can still do a Steelers check-in. As always, they can eat our butts and suck our dicks. Okay. Wow. Sherry, you seem horrified by the things he didn't say. (laughs) Sherry. 
She's just shaking her head. Don't shut us out, girl. Do you want to talk about the Mindy Project? No, I don't want to talk about the mini project because I'm not going to get to talk about it anymore. And I want to talk about it with you because I only oh, want to have good memories. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> Shove that in your dongle. <laughs> there are crappier shows on TV that could have gotten canceled. I'm not saying it's a good show, but there are, there are worse shows. I like the show. I, the Mentalist, for example. The Mentalist is still on. It even has like a subtitle now. Oh, what's, the, what's the subtitle? Delayed. I don't know. Stats, look it up. It was, the it, red, it was it was drastic looking. Um, anyway, yeah. <laughs> Mindy, we'd love to have you on the show. We really yeah. would. I think would she we? would. Right. Yeah, we would. Shut up, Ian. Okay. We have a note here in the outline. Goodbye playoffs. Hello, mid-round draft pick. Is that where we're at? That about sums it up, I think. Well, here's yeah. here's so here's my question though. Um, I don't I don't know if I got answered earlier. When we traded Trent Richardson to the Colts, uh-huh. didn't we trade up for a better draft? We only have two now. Mm-hmm. We have ours and the Colts. We have two of them. But the Colts but keep they, goddamn winning. One more. They lost. Did they lose today? Sorry, I need I need my questions answered though. So we when we get the Colts, so okay, so we have our draft pick and the Colts draft pick, yep. but. Their draft pick depends on their record. So if yes, they keep winning, yes. it's not really a very good pick, right? No, well, it'll be lower. Yeah, it's a later pick, but still first-round picks are the best, right? Oh, okay, so we get their first-round pick. Yeah. First round. yeah. Okay. yeah. We'll end up with, like, the 7th and 15th pick in the draft, probably. Yeah, because okay. they might not. I mean, they lost today. Um, and the thing is, is yeah, our, our other pick is our pick, and we keep losing. So that's mm-hmm. probably going to be a higher one. And some shitty teams Every are starting to win, we... too, you know? Yeah. Uh-huh. Suckers. Like the Jags won <laughs> today. That's yeah, a scary I mean, thing. The Jags won today, and we lost, and we play them next week. Oh, yeah, we'll shit. talk about that later. Too, right? that's, that's some foreshadowing. Yeah, that's good. Who did they mm-hmm. play? The Texans. Put that in your pipe and smoke it, Stitcher. Case, Case Keenum. Who? Keith Canem's. Oh, that guy. Yeah. Um, he was so in a couple I, movies I watched. So, and I mean, just before we send it off to Broken Bandwagon for the week, let Brian Weeby send it to Brian Weeby. Um, what do you think at this point, are you just watching these games? And I know I, I, you guys asked this question earlier to Sherry and Michelle, but are any of these quarterbacks the quarterback for next year? Are you... You know, you do have two first-round draft picks. Are you trying to trade those to get one that's even better to draft a quarterback? Or do you think one of these guys can hold you over and you can get a quarterback later on? Is there a free agent? Like, I just want to know what you guys think. Well? You just asked 30 questions. Sorry. <laughs> that's right. I mean, do you see any I mean, of these guys being the QB uh, next year? Of the guys on the roster, I think Hoyer is the one I would have the most confidence in. Um, as... I mean, Brandon Whedon obviously is the worst human being that's ever been born. Wow! Whoa! And Jason Campbell has a funny mustache, so I don't want him representing my chosen football team. <laughs> what do you guys think? Brian, Michelle, Sherry? We already answered this question. Oh, Brian? Uh, I think it's got to be somebody else. I mean, I hope they give Hoyer a shot at it, but they got to, like... Throw the kitchen sink. Trade all your draft picks for the highest draft pick. Pick the best but quarterback. Who's out there? But that hasn't the... worked for us in the past. No, are... they haven't gone all in on like they've. It's always been like an. Well, no, they haven't had to go all in because their draft picks has usually been pretty high. That's true. Because we're terrible. This is putting time in people. I'm saying they haven't gone all in on a quarterback. Ever. They always are, like, reaching with a later first-round pick. Yeah. Well, have we, we, ever, have we ever... 20 after nobody wants him. <laughs> it's fucking Brandon Wheaton at 20 when nobody wants him. Like, at, or Cole McCoy in the third round, yeah. I would be okay have, with... Like, have we put any time into anybody? Have we let anybody... Well, I think it's pretty clear Brandon Wheaton's not the guy. Jerry, you got to say. But I think Campbell and Hoyer, it would be worth putting time into... At least a little bit more. Whedon has played 25 games and been terrible. We've put some time into him. I think Campbell's, had a, he's, Campbell's the same age as Whedon. He's never won anywhere, you know, and he's not the guy. Hoyer, maybe. 
But he needs to learn how to, like, slide, you know. Which he could take lessons from Brandon Whedon. Of the guys on the roster, I think Coyer would be the best choice. But I think you still draft somebody. Even if you don't trade up, even if you sit back and wait to, like, 7 through 10 or wherever the pick ends up being, you take somebody for the future and maybe let Hoyer start next year to caddy right. the guy or whatever. Sure. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I think it would that. be more worth putting a little time into, you know, Hoyer and drafting someone good, but not immediately using him up and drying him out before he's a chance to mature as, like, a professional football player, you know? I feel like we burnt out. Yeah, totally dry fucking. Take that, Stitcher. Yeah, Stitcher, Stitcher doesn't care. Do they care? I don't know. Stitcher, let me tell you. Let me tell you. Stitcher doesn't give a fuck. Dry fuck. Yep, dry fuck everything. Sherry said it, but you didn't speak up. You said it all quiet so you don't get credit for the funny I do. Yeah, Sherry. Um, Brian. Quinn. Yeah, Brady Quinn, right? Brady Quinn. Let's go find Brady Quinn. Let's go find that guy. <laughs> It's always funny to see people in Quinn jerseys. <laughs> <It's always> like... <laughs> oh, Brady Quinn. But that's the thing. Now, that was a handsome quarterback. And it there was a hunky brown. That was a hunky brown. Yeah. But Subway got their claws in him. Let's all take a second to think about how hunky he was. Um, but that I actually was going to slightly disagree. I mean, I think Hoyer would be good because I think it would be good to see what he does. He didn't have enough time. But, I mean, most of these quarterbacks, I and mean, we talk about the quarterbacks that we've had the last couple of years try to develop, other than injuries, they played a lot. Brandon Whedon's played 25 games. Colt McCoy probably played about 20 games. You know, uh, even Jason Campbell's been in for five or six this year here and there. Like, I mean, people are getting hurt and they're getting knocked out. But some of these guys, these young guys, Brady Quinn, I mean, I don't think he played 20, but he was in there for a chunk of games. And – it's just, you know, you're not giving him any protection. In Whedon's case, or whoever's this year, you're not giving him a running back. Yeah, didn't they not have anyone to throw to? Isn't that the other part? Yeah, now they have someone to throw to and no one to throw to them. Right. Oh. Here's a slight tangent. But have we talked about Bobby Rainey yet? Bobby Rainey? Anybody we mentioned... I mentioned Bobby Rainey last week, and I mentioned that Michelle had him on her fantasy yeah. team. We... <laughs> We lost him. We're joined in studio by Maggie the cat, who is right next to the... She's wedged herself into a lamp. Okay, we're good, I think, now. Okay. Uh, Bobby Rainey went off. We signed him earlier this year, and then the the Buccaneers picked him up, and he scored like 160 yards and three touchdowns. <laughs> well, the reason we cut That's him is right. his name wasn't Fozzie. I'm a fantasy gene. <laughs> Fozzie Whitaker, we'd love to have you on the show. Bobby Rainey, I guess so. Yeah, you can just call me, Bobby. You got the number. <laughs> uh, Brian Weeby, why don't you send it off to yourself for the broken man wagon this week? Is there a hey, it's wait, Brian, wait, 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 Come on. All right. Broken bandwagon. Hit it, Weeby. Hey, it's Weeby. Introducing Weeby. Hi, Weeby. 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 Like a chorus of Weeby frogs. Weeby. I he was live introducing himself. He is. Oh, no, he's not going to do that. Yeah. Are, you, are we on? Hey, it's Weeby. Oh, take a break. What? <laughs> Broken bandwagon. Thanks, Weeby. This is Weeby. Today's recording session started out with uh, Aaron Van Dorn, our special guest, asking us all if we really loved the Browns and wanted to do a podcast for them, or whether or not it was all just an excuse to drink. Let me tell you, this question shook me to the corn, which I've come to learn from the teachings of Brandon Whedon is a place deeper inside me than my core. I was playing beanbag toss with Mr. Whedon, and beanbag toss, or bags, is known throughout Ohio, invented in Ohio, and known as cornhole. 
Whedon said to me as we played that the game is a dialectic between two people, in which our words and actions are actualized in the form of a hurled beanbag that said hurler attempts to drop into a round hole on a wooden board. This hole is like the void of one's soul. The implication is that all human interaction is a form of conflict in which we try to unload our baggage inside one another's core, or corn, beliefs or reasonings for being. And this action can only result in an opposite reaction, with varying degrees of accuracy. I genuinely care about the Browns, but I'd be a fool if I said I didn't enjoy drinking beer while I watch football. And maybe it is indeed an excuse to do so. But, is that a bad thing? I don't think so. You know, I don't drive afterwards. I don't assault people. I stop drinking and go to work the next day. As I did today. But... I am prone to depression, and for that, though, I I can't blame the drinking. I blame the Browns. And, to some degree, my subconscious masochist tendencies. For example, choosing to be a fan of the Browns. So, there you have it. Browns, make my drinking alright. Start winning football games. It's interesting to me that this subject was brought up because I originally intended to do this about, uh, and will still do this about, where I watch the Browns play sometimes in Chicago, a Browns bar called Vaughn's Pub. <clears throat> Today's game was pretty horrible. We uh, got our asses beat pretty good, and there really wasn't much reason to be excited overall. I mean, Josh Gordon, pretty much the only reason. But Vaughn's Pub uh, made it okay for me, you know, it was uh, it was good to experience that with other people, which I think is what the podcast is like, you know, we kind of revel in things together, with, be it good or bad. Um, but, uh, you know, here's some positives that happened at Vaughn's Pub. There was a dude who looked like Coach from Friday Night Lights, who's a Browns fan, that's encouraging. Uh, at one point when a Pittsburgh Steelers player, don't remember his name, don't care, don't like the guy, was injured on the field, I yelled out, drag him off the field! And a guy turned around and pointed at me, and he just nodded in affirmation, like, yes, drag him off the field. That subhuman Steeler McBeam. And then, uh, you know, Michelle mentioned it earlier. She got hugged by a random person who could just, you know, just knew that Michelle could use a hug because we were all watching the Browns together. And that what I, is what I think is the, the counter to all of this, is that, you know, there's something about it, it happened where it's a person I didn't know. And this doesn't always, it happens in other instances, too. But there are some times when you make eye contact with people, and you hold it for a second, you don't know the person, but you know them in that moment. You know what they're thinking, you know what they're feeling. They know what you're thinking, they know what you're feeling. It's a shared experience. And that happens a lot of Browns games, you know? You, got, you can just look at somebody you don't even know, and you're just like, I know you, man. And on a lighter note, I'd like to bring up that, uh, you know, when Whedon was brought into the game, you know, there was, of course, a huge outcry from the bar of, you know, anger, fear, um, sadness. But then, you know, I, I you see people just, all right, we had a roll with this. We're Browns fans. Come on, you know. And these guys in front of me held up. When they started flashing the Brandon Whedon, they held up three fingers. They, you know, had the thumb and index formed into a circle, while the middle ring and pinky finger were held aloft. This is akin to the AOK hand symbol, which is, of course, ironic, given that Whedon appearance is rarely ever welcomed or okay. And uh, the further irony being that it's a bit like calling to the bullpen for a relief pitcher. Number three, take the lefty, the righty, number three. So... Browns fans, hang in there. We just need a little relief and a little more beer and maybe a win against the Jags. And we're back. Brian Weeby, that was Broken Bandwagon. I think I had some pretty, uh, maybe a driveway moment there. <laughs> I, I, I summed up why I, why the Browns are indeed an excuse to drink. 
and why that is not necessarily a bad thing. Oh, nice. And <laughs> should I use a funny voice when I do it? Yes. Jesus All Christ, right. what kind of question is that? Let's hear the voice. It was a good funny voice. <laughs> I don't know, should it be a dramatic funny voice or a, uh, a high-pitched one? I think it should be a high-pitched Cockney accent. I, I, I think. <laughs> oh, well, you know, I, was, uh, I like watching the Browns, but it's uh, great. Maybe it should be something like, Hello, I'm Brian Weeby. This is a broken bandwagon. <laughs> I'll try to do that. And maybe work in a little of the Costco, the Costco dog whistle. Ladies, gentlemen, we've got off the rails here. No Jesus. way, we were totally on the rails still. Are we on the rails? We've not been on the rails once. Hey, wait, real fast. Beer roll call, everybody. Ian Wolf, what are you drinking? Boat Swain, double IPA. It is <laughs> terrible. Cherry Oliver. A small PBR. Michelle Ma. Uh, Three Floyds Jinx Proof Lager. Oh, whoa, whoa. Can you guys like buy some Three Floyd stuff for me and I'll pick it up on my way through? Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Nice. I have a buddy that's their gardener. <laughs> really? Yeah. Nice. Brian Weeby. Oh, coach him. Yeah. Nice. I am also <laughs> having a small yeah, can Polish girl on it. Yeah. Uh, a little bit. That's Polish beer, right, Brian? Yep. Yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. Um, Ian, let's cue up that music. We're going to send it to the Tweet of the Week. I, I kind of want to send it to Sherry for the Tweet of the Week. Yeah, you were singing it. Sherry Oliver, cue up that music for us. It's the Tweet of the Week. That's right. This one is <laughs> also... That was yeah. very good. I would have done it better, but that was I know. Okay. Well, it's your thing. You guys what if we the all do it at the same time? All right, okay, let's do it, right? Who's counting down? You. All right, ready? Wait, should I go four, three, two, one, or one, two, three, four? Four, three, two, one. Okay. Four, three, two, one. It's the tweet, tweet of the week. All right. This one is a combination tweet of the week, Bernie tweet of the week, coming to us from Bernie Kosar. Woo! Hi, somebody say my name? That's right. Who say my name? Hi, Bernie. Bernie. Who are you? Wait, whoa, hey, whoa, whoa. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, Bernie. It's all right. Oh, yeah. You guys got any Bernie, garlic? that's a lady. Who, where? <laughs> Bernie. Bernie. What? We brought you here into the Aquabear headquarters, Six Bs and a P, to read your tweet of the week. Do you have it there? I do, indeed. <laughs> okay, good. Why don't you read that for <laughs> us, Bernie? <laughs> Well, I need to read my own tweet at you, people. Well, because it's a segment. It's, we did it the other week. It was, I think people liked it. I am Bernie Kozar. You can follow me at Bernie Kozar, QB, SS for quarterback, Twitter. <laughs> Bernie, please swipe your, your Twitter handle. Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> Didn't just do Bernie Kosar. You had to do Bernie Kosar QB. Or did we you we All right. Here we go. That song. Right, Bernie, Bernie, did you hear? Yesterday, beat W. <laughs> Peyton Manning. No, it's Peyton. Peyton Bernie. Peyton. And Pay Manning. Papa John. Store. <laughs> Rob Green. Casey Denver game, Bernie. Well, Bernie's not on the end there. <laughs> I'm Bernie. I'm on the end You're Bernie. Here. That was the Bernie Kosar tweet of the week. Good night. He's got his ear to the ground, Bernie. It's the tweet of the week. Bernie. 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 Oh! Oh, and there you go. Home. You guys, what I miss? <laughs> uh, Bernie, Bernie stopped by and he read the tweet of the week. Yeah, that sounds terrible. That yeah, wasn't that good. Pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Brian liked it. He's a, he's um, a hero. 
we're going to do the uh, recently renamed, and based on the uh, some of the uh, social media analysis I did, it seemed to be pretty successful, the Lucy the Basset Hound Memorial Trivia Question. Brian, where can people find us on Friendster? <laughs> they can find us at 6B1Friend. Stir. Stir.com. Yep. Uh, this week's Lucy Memorial Trivia Question goes out to all of you guys. You're all eligible. I want to know, what is the name of the Steelers' mascot? Take a guess. Sherry? Steel Toe Sam. Nice guess. Ian? The Bathroom Rapist. <laughs> Brian? Stucco Statutory. <laughs> I said like Michael Lombardi. Uh, <laughs> Dildo Baggins. <laughs> Dildo Baggins. You're all wrong. The correct Dildo Baggins in the desolate, desolation of Smaug. Smaug. <laughs> Smaug. No, it's Steely McBeam. Steel Toe Sam. Wait, Steel Toe Sam. I'm sad that I know that. Sadder, Costco. What was that, Michelle? I said you made me sadder. I don't want to know their mascot's name. Steely McBeam. Steely McBeam. It is his name. I think that's kind of racist. That sounds very racist. I think they're racist and they're rapists. They're rapists. Rapists. They're the worst. Hey, everybody. Fuck Pittsburgh. Fuck the Steelers. Yeah, man, those guys suck. B1P Nation, rise up. America. America. Um, And I wanted to ask you guys here, since Thanksgiving's coming up this week, I wanted to also know what what we're all thankful for. Um, Anybody want to start off? I have nothing prepared. <laughs> yeah. oh, I, I mean, you don't have to have anything prepared, man. I'm thankful well, for my friends and my family and being alive. Good, that's pretty good. I am thankful that the Browns are coming back around to being comically bad. <laughs> right. <laughs> because they, you know, obviously. That bastard bad. Yep. Six B one P absence of hope. All that. It's kind of yeah. what we hang our hat on. And yeah, we better... I'm thankful Ohio still exists in my heart. Oh. Oh my god. <laughs> I know. It, it just got real on y'all. That's fucking sad. Yeah, that's sad. That this Sherry doesn't do sad. sad. Now Sherry's sad. We don't, we don't do sad. No. I thought yeah. that was kind of like not non-football sad. That was our bread and butter. I thought. But you know, you mentioned it. What if we added in some more non-football to this thing? Like what? I don't know. I'm just like life shit. <laughs> Like, like, so what are we talking about right now? So sadness. I'm thankful for my friends that have, like, you know, been my friends forever and all that jazz. You know, whatever. Fuck it, y'all. Oh, I guess. Yeah. Sherry, what are you thankful for? Hopefully it's more interesting than Ian's. I'm going to go yeah. last. <laughs> okay, Michelle, you go. I'll go. Um, I'm thankful for my friends and family. And what else could I ask for? <laughs> That's pretty good. Me? Sherry just pointed at me. I I hope you're thankful for your things. <laughs> <laughs> I am thankful for, of course, my friends and family. I'm thankful for this podcast. Is anyone not? Yeah, I mean, let's put that across the board. Dicks. I guess I dicks think aren't. Dicks aren't. People that are assholes, yeah. But oh, I'm now I have, to, I have to come. Healers probably don't care about their friends or family. Healers, yeah. Yeah, people who like the Steelers. I'm also thankful for this podcast. Amen. It's been a lot of fun once a week getting together with friends for a reason and talking about the Browns. I enjoy that. I'm thankful for, I'm hoping, two encounters here in the near future related to this podcast as far as thankfulness. A Browns game, I think, versus the Bears in Cleveland with a few Yeah! Years. I'm thankful for hopefully being together to watch the game after Christmas. Yeah, yeah. So, so that's pretty good. Um, and, you know, keep going. We'll keep plugging along here despite the absence of hope. Mm-hmm. Six Bs and a P. Um, I wanted to preview next week an in interesting twist of events. Well, hold on, hold on. What's Sherry thankful for? Oh, yeah. yeah Sherry. Uh, 
I'm, I'm thankful for all the things. Uh, <laughs> what else? How do you? What's that? What, what else is that? I'm gonna add one more. I'm thankful okay. that we decided to eat a whole pan of brownies on this Sunday. I I too, am thankful for that. I'm thankful for the if, pizza I'm going to order after this show. Mm. I'm not thankful that we got Burger King last night. Ooh, bad call. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Did you know Burger King delivers now? In, in Chicago, Chicago. Not in fucking Athens. <laughs> but still, you, isn't that you crazy? You sound so mad about it. Isn't that? No, no, just we're, I'm mad being, about we're being absolute. But, you know, I'm, 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 I'm thankful for all the things. I'm thankful that Burger King delivers in Chicago, even yeah, though it's kind of gross. I'd, I'd fucking get that shit delivered to me. I'm, I'm thankful that Sherry seems to be uncomfortable with sincerity. You know what? <laughs> I'm thankful that you recognize that. Shove it, Wolf. I'm thankful that I have somewhere to shove it. <laughs> Spoiler um, alert, it's my butt. <laughs> <laughs> Browns play the Jaguars next week. We've won two in a row now. Yikes. Oh, right? God, not. Those are some vicious, <laughs> some vicious jaggyars. Uh-huh. Can the juggalowars? Juggalo not. Juggalo. The jaguars do have a badass mascot that when I was doing an illegal they stream, do. I got to see his like entrance, and he like fucking parachuted from the top of the dome. It was nuts. He truly oh, did. Oh shit! Really? It was on Sunday morning. Ooh, yeah, man. it was crazy. They have a dome. Yeah. Sunday morning. I don't know what you like. Not Steely McBeam, obviously. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's no, a hey, everybody, guess what the Jaguars the mascot's name, name is? Jason Jaguar. I like it. Costco? Is that it? Jason Jaguar? No, you guess. You're guessing. Oh, um, Jags. <laughs> All right. Mm-hmm. Sherry? Jerry Jaguar? I bet it's. Uh. If it's Jason Jaguar. <laughs> it's Jugalagwire. The correct what? answer is Jugalagwire. <laughs> That's not true. I have you no guys, idea. It was a hypothetical. You guys, guess, guess what my mascot's name is? What? Guess? Jesus, I'm not going to tell you. It's a... Uh, Dongle McDongleson? Wolf Dongle. Cherry? I don't want to guess. <laughs> All right, stick around next week. We'll see who had the correct yeah. answer. We'll see who's right. Uh, but can the Browns guys seriously? Do you think they can beat even the lowly Jaguars? They better. Them? I think they can, and they better. I, I mean, I don't even care anymore. Who else? Even care. Ian, you don't care anymore. If, I mean, what what happens if they win? They're five and seven and still not making the playoffs, and now their draft picks worse. I'd rather they lost. Playoffs. The hope was there, Sherry. No, it wasn't. Yes, playoffs. it was. <laughs> Jim Moore, what do you think about this? Playoffs? You're talking about playoffs? <laughs> we were talking about playoffs, but now we're not anymore, so what do we do? What do we talk? In lieu won, of playoffs. I think you would be happy if they won, even if it didn't matter. I mean, I'm taking that is the real question. Draft pick or win? I'm taking the long view on this. I'd rather take a loss with a better draft pick than a win at this point. Wow. Rooting yeah. for a loss. I still yeah. want them to win, man. Go Jaguars. Go Jaguars, I guess. I'm going to win, too. But, you know, accentuate the positive. <laughs> yeah, I hope they can beat I, the Jaguars. I'm living in this this season now. I don't want to wait for next season. That's not a way to live. You're going to be so sad at the end of week 17. (laughs) Oh, I might be sad, but I'll be sad with others. Wait, wait, wait. Are you happy, Ian? Am I I happy? Yeah. How much more time do we have? Yeah, we got a few minutes at least for that. (laughs) Okay, where do do we begin? Am I happy? Reasonably? Starting childhood? My childhood was okay. All right, hey. uh, we'll leave it at that. <laughs> you know, you know, no, no, next week. Next week, we'll get into the next spot. What's the email address? We'll For your childhood. For my childhood, what's the email address? It's um, daddy, why did you leave me at Kroger when I was four years old? Dot gmail dot whatever. I'm so sad. Aww. Daddy. Um, <laughs> so hopefully the Browns can get a win next week. Hopefully Ian can work out those strange 
Daddy Kroger issues. Nope, too late. Uh, nope, too late for that. You can find us if you want to get involved with six Bs and a P. You can find us on Twitter at six B one P. That's number six. Letter B, number one, letter P. You can find us on Facebook by searching six Bs and a P in there. you got to spell it out. And, of course, on our home at aquabrillegion.com. Um, I and Stitcher. And Stitcher, right, by searching six Bs and a P, six B, one P, Cleveland Browns, any of that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I want to thank all you guys for coming on. Hey, thanks for having us. Aw, happy Thanksgiving to everybody. Yeah. And you can send your thanks in to thanks at Kroger.biz. <laughs> Send it to them. But only if you have a Kroger Plus card, otherwise they're not going to read it. You gotta, you gotta swipe it. Yeah. You gotta swipe the card or put in your phone number. I'm thankful for the internet. Yeah, the internet's great. It brings the Browns into our house each week. And so there's so many, that. so many butts on the internet. Yep. Did you guys know that? There's a lot of butts. Yeah, so many butts. New Jersey is on a 10-second delay from everybody else's internet. <laughs> Jersey, Jersey. 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 Just Jersey City. Jersey Internet. Does anybody, Brian, Michelle, Ian, Sherry, have anything they want to plug? You can find me outside of the Payless shoe source on Thanksgiving at 4 a.m. lined up for the Black Friday deals. St. Cloud Payless. It's in the Crosswoods Cross Center Cross Court Mall. <laughs> Michelle, Brian, anything? You can find me S and my H at my jobs and internships around the city of Chicago. I also work on video stuff. You might see some of it sometime, hopefully. S and my H means what? Serving my hummus? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay. There's a fine hummus uh, constituency here in Chicago. Nice. I call it hummus. Um, <laughs> I like that. That's, that's it. I'm plugging it. I'm doing it. I'm living. For us. Honestly, I would prefer that nobody contact me. Nice. You can contact her at contact <laughs> at gmail. Not Michelle. Sherry? You can find me making some pies this week. Oh, yeah. We're going to make pies, Thanksgiving. guys. For Thanksgiving. I have a question. Yes. Yeah. What kind of pies? Um. Well, yes. Let me... Well... Well, go ahead. I'm going to go pumpkin and cherry. Mint meat. If we making cherry pie, I wouldn't be opposed. No. I was thinking, 6P1P listeners. Oh, uh, Sherry, Sherry, don't give it away. Let him come back next week to find out. Oh, we'll tell you what kind of pie. Yeah, cliffhanger. I'm going to text you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And I am your host, Brian Costco. You can find me on AquabearLegion.com. Push the miss. If you want to write for Aquabear or do anything about local music, we need some posts that aren't just this podcast, and I'm too busy. Get a hold of me, for real. Brian at AquabearLegion.com. I have another podcast. I'm hoping to get up an episode here in the next week or two of The Moose is Loose, All Ohio Music. And my band's playing with Ian's old band. Hey, for hey. Christmas. Hey. Yeah, that's right. What, the Friday after Christmas? On Michelle's 30th birthday. Hey. Happy birthday, Michelle. Yeah. yeah. All right, so that'll be pretty cool. December 27th, Managential Birth on Monumental Weed, Ghost to More, Aquabear Christmas. Thanks, everybody, for listening. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, here on AquabearLegion.com. Until next week with the Browns, hopefully beat the Jaguars. Go Browns. Wow. Bye. 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 Bye.